The number one source of your new customers is not referrals. You're, you're running a business. Welcome to the Bedros Coolian Show. What's the difference between me and you? Back when Q was rolling with Lorenzo and a Benzo, I was banging with a gang of instrumentals. Hey, if you own and operate a business and you need more clients and customers, this episode is for you. I'm calling this the $200 million marketing masterclass, the class dedicated to generating more leads and prospects for your business. And guys, the reason I'm calling it the $200 million masterclass is because literally I've been able to build a $200 million net worth across all of my companies and the companies that I've invested in simply by using the strategies I'm going to share with you here. And if you are an entrepreneur, you have a business and you're like, man, I need more clients. This is going to help you. If you are thinking of one day owning a business or becoming an entrepreneur, this is going to help you. If you have a career and your responsibility in whatever company you work for, like an agency or a big company, you are responsible for driving leads, getting those prospects in through the door, on the phone, whatever it is, this is going to help you. So pay attention uh, because as much as we talk about self mastery, sovereignty, meaning. We also talk about money. And I'm a big fan of weaponizing my money for good. And the only way you can get money to weaponize it for good is to know how to get the number one thing you need, which is attention, right? So before you actually gain currency, money, the second highest form of currency is attention. Like how can you get the attention of the people who need to buy your product or service? Because if your product or service solves a problem, that's great. And if you're like, man, I'm the best at solving this problem, even better. But if no one has heard about your product or service, then what good is it? And you're broke and you're not making any money and your competitors that have a lesser product or service are actually doing better than you simply because they figured out how to get the attention that you should be getting. So I want to share that with you guys here and now. So uh, first off, a, a little quote that I always share with my coaching clients who come in for the Domination Year coaching program with me. I tell them, look, if you find yourself hard selling in your business, meaning like you're trying to really close people really hard and pushing them to buy your product, it's because you've done a poor job building your brand and marketing your product or service, right? Because if you've done a great job building your personal brand and marketing your product or service, the sale should be a byproduct of that. You have to understand that everything you do to get and keep clients is marketing. Simple as that, right? Think of it that way. And when we say marketing, that can be interchanged with lead generation, prospecting, right? Now, more often than not, most people think that marketing is a byproduct of, well, I'm posting stuff on social media. Man, I'm posting content on Instagram. Well, that's great, but that's actually one poll in the water out of five polls that exist. And I'm gonna share what those polls are with you later on, like those five different marketing, real legitimate lead generation strategies that exist. Many of you, probably 80% of you, are only doing one of those things, which is posting content on social media. But even then, the content you're posting is probably repelling, if you want to know the truth, probably repelling the best leads and prospects. And in fact, it's probably conditioning them to do something very bad, which is you're creating an anti-sales process. And let me talk to you about that real quick. So I'm not going to mention his name, but there is a, there is a very famous um, 
special operations community guy on social media who I think is a great human, who we have hired in my companies in the past to uh, help out in terms of leadership development. And I think this person has great products. And in fact, I think the content he put out is probably the top 1% of the industry. But just today, and I think it was serendipitous that just today I saw a video get served up on Instagram, someone talking crap on him and saying how he sold out and how he should go back to just giving content on, you know, discipline and, 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 and just self mastery and, you know, doing hard stuff and that he sold out. Now he's pushing his products more and he's trying to sell, sell, sell. And that's uncool. Why is that uncool? Well, first off, I think this dude that made this video saying that I think he's out of line personally, my personal opinion, uh, because nothing happens until a sale is made. And the guy that I'm telling you about who you guys probably know of, uh, which really doesn't matter. I mean, you, you put any great human, like any great human who inspires, motivates, and is focused on helping humanity become better. If that human has a product or a service, I think he or she has the obligation and duty to sell that. But here's what happens. When you are out there posting content, great content on a consistent basis for a long enough period without ever asking for the sale, without ever moving people towards a marketing funnel, opportunity, conversation, then what you're doing is you're conditioning your audience to only be a consumer of content and not a consumer of your product or service. It is your fault, right? It is this guy's fault, this guy who's really amazing at serving humanity. He served his country, and now he's serving humanity from the stage, serving big companies and the leadership training they do. Uh, But it is also his fault for not selling soon enough and not putting his products out there, not being proud of his products and not being evangelical about his products. And because of that, he conditioned hundreds of thousands of people to just consume his content without ever consuming, purchasing or engaging of his products and services, right? Like that's unfortunate. And I don't want that to happen to you guys. And I see so many of you out there doing that. Well, I'm just gonna good good content out. I'm gonna keep pumping out great content. Okay, great. Guess what you're doing? You're literally conditioning your audience not to buy from you. And if you want to be the anti-sales organization in your company, well, that's great. You can do that and be broke. Um, But I'm here to teach you guys how to make money. I'm going to give you guys a real world example. See, a lot of people out there who are teaching and preaching about this stuff aren't in the trenches like I am. I'm not only an investor in companies like Fuel Hunt, right, like FitPro Tracker and many others out there, I'm also the founder of Fit Body Bootcamp, of Truly Supplements, of the Modern Day Night Project, the Squire, the Domination Year Coaching Program. So I have products and services that I offer that are directly my products and services. I'm the operator, I'm in the trenches. I've got teams and leaders running processes all the time. And so the information I'm gonna give you is not theory, it's not like, hey, I think this is gonna work. I'm telling you, this is how we've scaled companies and we're doing $200 million a year 
in revenues, right? And I want you to get there because like I said, our goal is to weaponize our money. Money is a vehicle to freedom. Money is a vehicle to lifestyle and experiences. Money is a vehicle to helping humanity. If you have a church or a cause that you believe in and you wanna help that church or cause out, like I help out Shriners Children's Hospital. Every year we're donating millions of dollars to Shriners Children's Hospital, Toys for Tots, Compassion International. And the reason we're able to help these three kid-based charities out with such an obscene amount of money is because I make a lot of money and I'm proud to be an entrepreneur. That is my zone of genius. That is what I'm an athlete at. That is what I excel at. And that is what I wanna teach you to do because if you are not making money, then why are you in business? You can go get a job. You can go have a career and actually work nine to five and probably make make more money than you are as an entrepreneur who's just struggling, putzing along and getting by and acting as the anti-sales department in your own organization. So now that you understand the value of what we're talking about, and before I dive into the five actual marketing strategies that I wanna share with you, you first have to understand that it all starts with your product. Now, I don't care if your product is a like a hands-on physical product, like a shirt, right? Like Fuel Hunt. I don't care if it's a supplement that's consumable, like, like Truling. I don't care if it's a service, like my coaching services or the experiential, uh, experiential, experiential events that I have, like, like the project and Squire program and Masogi. Whatever it is, product or service, it doesn't matter. The product must be a 10 out of 10. Not, not an eight out of 10, a 10 out of 10. And you're going to understand why when I get to marketing poll number five, why your product has to be so good. If your product is not good, in other words, if you are promising a unicorn but delivering a donkey with your product, then what you're doing is you are literally repelling future customers because each unhappy customer goes out and tells 11 others to not buy your product or service. That's just how it is. Think about the last time you went to the movies and you saw a good movie right? You're going to tell people about it. But when you see a bad movie, you're going to warn people about it. Like, man, don't go see this movie. If someone says, hey, we're thinking of going to go see a movie tonight. Great. No matter what movie you see, don't go see this one. It sucks. It was no good. No bueno. Uh, we walked out of it, right? And so when someone is dissatisfied with your product or service, they are going to tell more people about it than if they were satisfied with your product or service. They'll still tell others, but they're not gonna be as evangelical about it, right? So your product has to be a 10 out of 10 because in a sea of competition, like what differentiates you? How are you different? How are you better? How does your product exceed what everything else out there claims to do just as well? And if you have a great or different point of differentiation, you can stand out. You begin to create what's known as a blue ocean, right? Instead of a red ocean. What is a red ocean? By the way, there's a great book out there called Blue Ocean Strategies. If you're an entrepreneur, go get it, go read it. Because in Blue Ocean Strategies, you're going to learn that if you can differentiate your product Maybe it's a little different. Maybe the market that it serves is different. Maybe the way it's delivered is different. But if you can differentiate your product enough where it doesn't do exactly what the competition does, you're no longer in bloody waters, red oceans. You are in blue oceans, right? You are like in a sea where there's not much competition and that's what you want. And so knowing that once you have a product that's a 10 out of 10, you move on to the next step. You have to make the irresistible offer, right? Now, <laughs> people, people always ask me, hey, what, what, what do you mean the irresistible offer? What does that mean? Joe Sugarman, 
Joe Sugarman back in 1986 created the Blue Blockers, and you guys, you can you can go to YouTube and you could literally go look up Joe Sugarman Blue Blockers sunglasses, and you'll see his infomercial. Like he was literally one of the first guys to create the irresistible offers. The best way to say it, and that if you look at the infomercial, he's like, hey, not only are you gonna put these glasses on and look through them and you're gonna see that it works very differently than the brand name glass sunglasses that you have, right? Like he was on some boardwalk at a beach somewhere selling this. Not only are these better glasses than the uh, brand glasses, sunglasses that you're wearing, but when you buy one, you get a second one for free. And after, I forget if it was 60 days or 90 days, if you decide that these glasses are not everything that we said it would be in terms of quality, in terms of the lens and the clarity, in terms of the durability, you could return them for a full money back guarantee, right? That is an irresistible offer. Like Ray-Ban doesn't do that. Uh, Maui gyms don't do that. And so blue blockers for a period of like, I don't know, eight to 10 years became the number one selling sunglasses on the planet. The dude was making hundreds of millions of dollars off infomercials before the internet ever popped off. Like the guy literally created the irresistible offer. And there's a dude named Mark Joyner. He wrote a book back in 2003, four or five. And way back then in 2003 or 2004, 2005, Mark Joyner titled his book, The Irresistible Offer. And he goes through what the irresistible offer is. Uh, today, modern day, uh, Alex Hermosi has a book, right? The $100 million offer. Any way you frame it, the offer must be irresistible. And I wanna break down to you what an irresistible offer is and then give you an actual example of it from one of my companies so that you're like, boom, I get it, right? So what the irresistible offer, offer is this. First off, the offer has to be so good that they wanna buy it, right? In other words, the offer has to be too good not to buy. And how do you do that? Well, the value, the perceived value of the product must be higher than the actual price of it, than the actual cost of it, right? So let's say you have a product and, and you're like, hey, you know, this is a problem that it solves and this, here's how quickly it solves it and the problem never comes back again and people are like, holy crap, I love this. This is fantastic. I've got this problem. I wanna solve this problem and I never want this problem to come back. And oh, by the way, the problem is easier to solve with my product. Holy crap, now in your head you're like, oh my God, I would pay like a thousand bucks for this thing, right? Let's say the problem is so severe that you would pay a thousand bucks. Now imagine then if the offer was, the product is only 250 bucks, right? The value, the perceived value that you have of a thousand dollar product or service that's gonna solve your problem, that thousand dollars you're willing to pay for or the price tag that you would put on it all of a sudden it's like, wow, that's 250 bucks. I pay 250 bucks for that all day long. It's a no brainer. It's too stupid not to pass up, right? Why would you pass that offer up, right? So number one, the product has to be so good that the value exceeds the price. Thing number one, in terms of building your irresistible offer. Thing number two, what bonuses can you add to it, right? What bonuses can you add that increase the value perception? And oftentimes that can maybe even make the make the product better, more done for you. Maybe the product works faster with this bonus. Maybe it's a tutorial course. Maybe it's a, 
You you get a bonus one, a second one, like blue blockers. You get a second one for free. If you ever watched the Ginsu knife commercials from back in the day, you know that the guy was selling one Ginsu knife for like 29 bucks, but it was like, but wait, if you hurry up, we're gonna give you expedited shipping. That was a bonus. And we're gonna throw in a second knife for free. That was a bonus. And we're gonna give you this awesome little magnetic strip to hang your two Ginsu knives off of in your kitchen, right? So one $29 knife now doubled, came with expedited shipping if you acted quickly, urgency, right? Urgency. And then you get a little magnetic strip to hang the two knives off your kitchen wall. Those are the bonuses that increase value perception, right? So now we know that the value must be higher than the price, thing number one. The bonuses must have a higher perceived value than the product itself, thing number two. And then, are you ready for this? You gotta have some kind of a risk reversal, a money back guarantee. In other words, buy these two knives, use them, if after a year, after six months, after 30 days, you don't get, you, you, they don't still stay as sharp and cut as perfectly as they do the day you bought them, just send them back, we'll give your money back, no questions asked. Now that's called a unconditional money back guarantee. So part of your irresistible offer could be an unconditional money back guarantee. It could be a conditional money back guarantee. What is a conditional money back guarantee? Fuel Hunt has a conditional money back guarantee. Hey, buy the shirts. If you ever lose the shirt, if it gets stolen, in fact, this truly happened with Fuel Hunt. Some dude bought a rash guard from Fuel Hunt. It was his favorite rash guard. I think it was the pain rash guard, if I remember the story correctly, right? And, um, and uh, he had left it in his car his car got smashed into, and they stole a few things out of his car, including his rash guard, his jujitsu rash guard. He reached out to Fuel Hunt, and he's like, hey, I remember you guys had some guarantee where like, if the workmanship of the product isn't good or if the product falls apart quickly, um, in this case, it got stolen. Fuel Hunt's like, hey, here's another one. Sent one in the mail, right? Like, what can you do to have a guarantee? You could have a conditional guarantee. A conditional guarantee could be when you buy my product and, or when you buy my service or buy my product, do this, that, and the other. And if you do this, that, and the other, and you still don't get the results that you want, we'll keep working with you until you do. Or we'll give your money back if you met these conditions. I've got a coaching client named Ruben. He's got a conditional money back guarantee, Ruben Brooks. And his conditional money back guarantee is this. He's like, hey, if you are a online coach and you are struggling to make at least $10,000 a month, you buy my course and you go through my course, you actually follow the course, and if you aren't making $10,000 a month after going through my course after a certain period of time, I forget whatever the period of time was, I'll keep you on the program until you start making 10 grand a month. Like that is a cool conditional guarantee, right? So you can have unconditional money back guarantees. You can have conditional guarantees that do this. And if you don't get the results, I'll give your money back or do this. If you don't get the results, I'll keep working with you until you get the results. But you've got to have some kind of risk reversal. Cause think about this, the world we live in now, people know that there's shitty products in every industry where there's a product or a service, there are shitty products. And it doesn't matter from real estate to supplements, to apparel, to, 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 to shoes. There are shitty companies or shitty companies that have great products, but horrible service. And so people want to know that, Hey, if this doesn't work out, I don't want to be left in the in, in the in the dark with losing money. I, I want to get my money back and I want to be in a position 
where I can send the product back and say, you know what, it didn't fit or it wasn't right for me or it didn't meet the promise that you guys made. And so once you have the irresistible offer, guys, now you're at a place where you can deploy your marketing. And this part's very important because if you don't have a 10 out of 10 product, and if you haven't built out the irresistible offer for that product, meaning making it so good that they can't say, like there's no way they would say no to it, right? What's the point of marketing? But I want you to look at marketing as branding and driving leads, right? Attracting leads. Well, what do you mean branding, B? Like, why do I need a brand? I'm not a celebrity. I know you're not. But all of us, if you have any kind of social fingerprint, you're already branding yourself, period. So let's start there. If you have a Instagram, a YouTube channel, a TikTok, a Facebook account, a LinkedIn account, you're already branding yourself. The thing is, if you are putting content out inconsistently, if your content is crap, if it's hit and miss, if you change topics and ideas, you flip flop between industries, the brand that you're putting out, what you're saying about yourself is that you are inconsistent and unreliable, right? Like if I'm gonna hire someone to work here at HQ, you better bet your bottom dollar that someone in HR is gonna go and find their Instagram and social media footprints, their platforms, and they're gonna check this person out. How frequently are they posting? What are they posting? Like you could learn a lot. Don't you guys think that you can learn a lot about somebody or about a product or a service based on their Instagram account? You can. You could also learn a lot if someone's like posted six months ago and then before that, three months earlier, before that they had like a whole streak of two months where they were posting every day and then before that they were talking about this thing but now they shape-shifted into that thing and now they went back to this thing and you're like, wow, this person is unreliable, inconsistent, hit and miss, maybe emotional, maybe reckless, you know, like if they're freaking out on social media about politics or whatever, do I wanna hire that person? So understand, you all, all of us, you already have a brand out there. Your social media already is saying something about you. So why not control that narrative? Why not be able to have absolute control over the message that your social media platform is putting out about you? If you don't have a profile picture, your social media is saying something about you to me, right? Like I'm not hiring you if you don't have a profile picture. If if you're 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 you don't have a profile picture, to me, odds are you're one of those people that is hiding, which means if I'm gonna ask you to do something that has to do with working with clients and customers or trying to convert people, leads and prospects into clients and customers, you're not gonna aggressively chase them. Like you don't if you don't wanna put your face out there, you've got one of those profiles that's like private with you know, no profile picture. And I get it like, okay, if you've got a restraining order or whatever out there against someone that then you don't wanna do that. But if you're just a regular person and you're that private, like, and you're trying to apply for like a sales or marketing position in my company or even a customer client concierge position, dude, you're not gonna follow up with my people. You're afraid to put yourself out there on social media. You're not gonna put yourself out there in my company, which means I'm gonna be paying you to do nothing right? That can't work. So understand branding, you're already doing just how you've branded yourself probably doesn't make sense right now. And how you need to brand yourself needs to align with your product, right? Like if you look at the Bedros Koulian brand, if you look at what I do on Instagram, YouTube, podcast, etc., I talk about money, meaning, self-mastery, because all of that leads to sovereignty, right? 
like an actual free human, free thinking, free human that has access to the world and has money to be able to have experiences, access, security, safety, and not be held hostage by the opposition, right? So I also sell products that help fund my sovereignty and that help take care of my team who works for me and looks after the causes and charities that I believe in, right? So why wouldn't you then buy from me? And so that's important for you guys to understand. And so earlier when I was talking about the irresistible offer and a brand, like you buy into the Bedros Coolian brand and then you end up buying the Trulene wellness shots, right? Like uh, if you're watching this this show on YouTube or if you're listening to it on a podcast, you know that about, I don't know, 8, 10, 12 minutes into every episode, we run a Trulene wellness shot commercial. And I'll break it down for you, like, very openly and honestly here. Like, I'll open up the kimono and show you how we have an irresistible offer. But first of all, the product has to be great. Like, every ingredient, all 11 ingredients inside of Trulene have been tested for heavy metals. Like you guys probably don't even know that, you know, when you're working with things like turmeric and ginger and cayenne pepper and echinacea and all that stuff, like lower quality versions of these ingredients may have heavy metals in it, depending on where they're sourced from. Every batch of Truling wellness shots have been tested by our manufacturer to make sure there's no heavy metals in them, we use a higher quality product and it says so on our website and that should give you peace of mind, right? So there's a part of the irresistible offer. The other part of the irresistible offer is that, well, what do I tell you in these commercials? I'm like, hey, try the wellness shot for 50% off when you join the Trulene Tribe subscription program. Because when you join the Trulene Tribe subscription program, you get 50% off your first order and then 20% off your auto ship order that keeps coming to you every month. Why pay full price when you can get 50% off your first order because I wanna make an ethical bribe for you to try the product and then give you 20% off every other order after that that's gonna be auto shipped to you, right? But then we go on and say, and look, try it for 30 days. If you decide the truly wellness shot doesn't do everything that we promised that it does and doesn't taste as amazing as I say it does, just let us know and we'll give you a full refund, no questions asked, shake hands and part ways as friends. I literally say that in the ad. And my team was like, whoa, 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 don't you think people are just gonna buy it and then like use it for a month and then not do the reoccurring and not join the tribe? I'm like, dude, the only way the wellness shot works is when you continue to use it, right? Like if you're working out and you're like, I'm only gonna take protein powder for a whole month and that's it. Well, you're probably, unless you're eating a whole bunch of steak and chicken and eggs, getting your protein from Whole Foods, which ideally you should be, but the whole idea of a supplement is to supplement your diet, right? But you're like, man, I'm not getting all the protein I need, so I'm gonna use protein powders, maybe two shakes a day, to meet my protein needs. Well, guess what? You're not just gonna use it for 30 days. If you're gonna work out, you wanna stay lean and jacked, you're gonna do this for life. And so you're probably gonna to commit to one brand of protein because you like the taste, you like the company, you like what they stand for, they made an irresistible offer and you went with it and then they continue to make a great product, you will continue to use it. And so I had to let my team know that guys, believe it or not, when we offer 50% off their first order on the Truling Tribe, and then when we give them a money back guarantee, and then when we let them know, look at the bonuses, 20% off your ongoing reoccurring orders that go through that you that you 
bring into your house, right? Like, cool, you never have to pay full price. And if you go to the website, you'll see that also a portion of our Truling Tribe subscriptions go to Shriners Children's Hospital. So now you're like, okay, if I buy it at full price, just one transaction, I'm not getting 50% off. I'm not getting the money back guarantee. I'm not getting free shipping. By the way, there's free shipping when you're part of the Truling Tribe. By the way, this sounds like a full-on ad for the wellness shot. It's not. I'm literally breaking down what an irresistible offer is, right? You're not getting the 20% off on the recurring basis. And money's not being donated to Shriners Children's Hospital if you buy off one transaction or if you buy it off Amazon. You're better off buying it through Truling.com. And you're better off joining the Truling Tribe because of all those benefits I just listed off. All of that together is the irresistible offer. But the product also has to be awesome. If the product is not awesome, no matter how good the irresistible offer is, you might try it once, but one, you're not gonna tell others about it, two, you're not gonna continue to use it, and three, you're probably gonna go talking shit about it, which I would expect you to if the product sucked, right? But if it helps boost your immune system, fights off inflammation, and improves gut health, just like I say it does, then you're like, fuck, I'll use this product all day long, and that's what it's about. So understand that you have to have all those components in place like we talked about for the irresistible offer. So now back to the branding of it. I brand myself, and then I sell my products and services. Because if you trust me, if you know I have the best of intentions, if you know that I show up congruently, authentically, openly, honestly, as me, as a human who wants to serve you, and we put the show out for free at no cost to you, simply because I want to give, 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 come with a giving hand. I want to fill up the Goodwill bank account. I want to leave my fingerprint on humanity, on the, on the people that I serve, right? And oh, by the way, if I have a product or service, I've got a duty and an obligation, if I believe in my product or service, to talk about it, to share it, to ask you to try it, to buy it. So now let's talk about the five marketing strategies. Now that you know all this stuff, okay, I've got a great product, it's a 10 out of 10. I know what the irresistible offer looks like. He just gave me an example of it. What do I do next? Next thing you do is you start thinking of the five different strategies I'm gonna share with you here. If you're like, man, look, I can't run ads. I don't have the money to run ads. Okay, well, that's just one of those five things. There's already people that you know, right? Think of all the people in your contact list on your phone. I bet you if I just created Truline uh, and I didn't have any money, I spent all my money creating a, the world's best like immunity and, and anti-inflammation product. And I'm like, fuck, I just used all my money to create the product and now I've got like boxes of this stuff, but I've got no one to sell to and I've got no marketing dollars to attract leads. What do I do? Well, pretty simple, right? I'm gonna go to my phone and every one of my contacts, I'm gonna reach out to them. Yes, it's inefficient. Yes, it's gonna take time. Yes, I'm gonna have to text them and check in on them first. Not just like, hey, what's up, Bob? Long time, no talk. Uh, look, man, I created this supplement company called Truline, and uh, well, the wellness shot is like the flagship product, and I want you to try it, so here's a link to buy it for 50% off. Like, that's, that's shitty. What I should do is reach out to all the contacts. Remember, these are people that I know. If they're people that I know, then I want to reach out to them on a human-to-human -human level. And when you're reaching out human to human level, that's people on your phone's contact list, that's people on your personal email list, the people that you just have as friends and family and contact info, people on your social media, right? Like if collectively between Instagram and TikTok and, and LinkedIn uh, and Facebook, you have 2000 people collectively, guess what? Every day, maybe you're sending out 50 messages to those people. 
Hey, what's going on? This is Bedros just checking in. Thanks for following me. I know you follow me for my content, uh, but you know, hey, do you do, do anything about your health? Do you work out? Do you eat right? Do you take any supplements? Just curious, send, right? Like I would start there. There's uh, people that you know already have some level of rapport with you, the no like and trust factor. And so if they already have the no like and trust factor, then dummy, doesn't it make sense that you reach out to them? Yes, you're gonna have to be inefficient and do it manually yourself, but it costs you nothing other than time. And God knows you have time if you're a one man or a one woman show. So why not? The next level is OPP, other people's platforms, right? This is like literally marketing poll, lead generating poll number two. OPP, other people's platforms. This could mean people like affiliates. There are people out there that have a massive following and all they do is they put out good content, right? Maybe they have an email list of like half a million or 100,000 or 50,000. Maybe they have a social media account, like an Instagram account, like, um, like those, uh, I think there's one called Men's Humor that's got like a couple million subscribers and they just put up funny shit on, on Instagram. But then, but then, Every now and again, I see them promoting something like a like a back shaver for men, which actually I may need to invest in. Um, that actually is not a bad idea. I may need to invest in that. But I digress. Like you are going to have to see ads on those platforms. Well, odds are people are paying them for ads. So other people's platforms, there's affiliates who will use a link, an affiliate link that's customized and mail out on your behalf, take a commission of the sale that they make for you, right? The only time they get paid is when they actually make the sale for you. Affiliates are OPP, other people's platforms, because there's a whole bunch of potential customers on someone else's email list or social media account, um, their Instagram, right? Their YouTube channel, whatever. So OPP, there's that. There's also part of OPP, you have stages like, are you great at speaking on a topic? Are you knowledgeable on a very specific topic? Are there events dedicated to that topic or that genre? Can you find your way to speaking on stage? You're like, yeah, I could be a paid speaker. Forget it. Forget about you being a paid speaker. We're not interested in you being a paid speaker right now. You might have to go speak for free. Motherfucker, if you got the right audience and it's like 500 people of the right people who would are in your industry who would need to be exposed to your product, knowing that if some of those people saw your product or service, they'd be like, I didn't know this product existed. Wouldn't it make sense for you to pay to get up on that stage? I would pay to get up on that stage. I would say, listen, can I be the, can I be the host, the MC? I'll come and be an MC for free. I'll, I will like blow up every presenter that take, takes the stage. I will like speak about them passionately. I will make sure the audience goes wild when they come out. And all I ask is that twice during the two days, I talk about my product or service. Like there's so many things. That's OPP. Other people's platforms is a stage. Other people's platforms is a podcast or a YouTube show, right? Like what can you do to get on a podcast or a YouTube show or to get your product on the podcast or a YouTube show to get a shout out? That might be a pay for play model. That might be you sending enough of your product or services out there until one of them uses it and goes, huh, this wellness shot is really delicious. I think I'm going to use it. Like, look, guys, the reality is when I put out that the code Bedros, right? Like, hey, use code Bedros to buy the wellness shots and join the Trulian tribe. We have a nine and a half month stick rate. The average customer who uses wellness shots, Trulian wellness shots, sticks for nine and a half months. They tell at least two other people about it, right? Because they give those packets away. Like, man, this stuff is so good. Here, try it. Wow, you're starting to get the sniffles. You're starting to get a cold. You're starting to get a flu. You're a little under the weather. Here, try this, right? They become evangelical about it. And so you have to understand that 
there are ways to get on OPP, affiliates, stages, podcasts, YouTube shows, a million ways to do it. That's OPP, other people's platforms. Poll number three, which I think is a cool one, and I think you guys all do it already, is content. The only thing I'm gonna tell you, and I'm gonna lean on you on this, is when you're putting out content, make sure the content is quality content that's put out consistently, that speaks to the actual value that the product solves, right? Like the problem that the product solves and the value that it has in compared to the money, right? And so, all right, Fuel Hunt makes these awesome shirts. Great, but did you know they're, they're made in the USA? All the shirts, all the rash guards, all the hats at FuelHunt.com are all made in the USA. Like if you are patriotic, if you believe that we should have Americans making and selling American shit, then you're gonna wanna buy Fuel Hunt products. But you also wanna make sure that it's got a money back guarantee because if I don't like it, if it doesn't fit right, if it, if it gets stolen, if it breaks down in, in the laundry too early, I wanna have money back guarantee. Fuel Hunt offers that, right? And when the product is quality, the printing is quality, and you are a fan of US made, then you're gonna to wanna to buy Fuel Hunt over any other competitor that has a similar type of product or message where apparel is concerned. And so you've gotta understand that, that great content is important, but your content must talk about the values of the product itself, the problem that it solves. And sometimes you have to tee up the problem and go, hey, here's the problem. People are making patriotic shirts all about, you know, 1776 and, and Second Amendment shirts and fight for the USA, but their shirts are made in China. They're made overseas. And if you're buying these shirts that are patriotic, but they're made overseas, you're literally putting money in the pockets of our enemies, of our country. And that's why we created Fuel Hunt. You see that? Tee up the problem and then position your product as the solution if it truly is the solution. And Fuel Hunt, like the shirts, the printing, the graphics, all of it, the design, it's all US made. Like there's no one overseas making designs, like dirt to shirt, all US made. And so if you're like me, you're like, man, I believe in American products. I wanna help American-based businesses. I wanna help the American employee. Well, you're gonna buy Fuel Hunt. It makes sense, right? So you have to have content that is specific to the audience that solves the problem for the audience. The content has to be consistently put out and periodically you have to make offers. Otherwise you'll be stuck in that position that I talked to you about the gentleman earlier who I said has great content, former military guy, great products as well, but he spent so much time giving content out, never asking for the sale. He conditioned his massive audience to not buy. And now I'm seeing a backlash which sucks which absolutely sucks because he deserves to sell great products because he's got great products. So then, with that in mind, now that we've talked about the third funnel, which is content, let's talk about the fourth funnel, which is what? Paid leads, like lead generation, running ads. You do know that you can run ads, right? Now I'm not gonna break down the ads, like you've gotta do the research, or if you're a coaching client of mine, then obviously we're gonna teach you how to do all this stuff and show you the ad format and the strategies we use and where we run the ads and how Google and YouTube and Facebook are all different versus Instagram, et cetera. But you do realize that your audience is all over social media and you could target. If you're looking for like Asian females between 25 to 35 years old who um, like a very specific type of sport or food or 
I don't know, whatever, clothes, like you can find them. You can target them and you can put your product in front of them, right? That's a cool thing to do. Through an ad that's been paid for, like scroll, scroll, scroll. Oh, there's an ad, right? Like you've seen that. So be willing to invest in ads. But the only way you can invest in ads is if you're selling your product all the other ways that I talked about and you're actually able to generate a positive ROI, return on investment. If you don't have a positive return on investment, meaning if you're spending $100 on the product itself, but then when you go to sell it, you're making $300 back, right? Which means you have $200 profits. Cool, now I could spend 100 of that $200 to run Facebook ads, to run Instagram ads, YouTube, Google ads. I can pay to get shout outs on different podcasts and YouTube shows. Those are paid ads as well, right? Sponsors, right? Sponsorship. I can pay influencers. Those are paid ads. Think about all the different ways you can pay for leads. If someone's got your audience, how can I get them, incentivize them financially to send traffic my way, to talk about my product or service in a positive way. Those are all paid advertising. And the fifth and final way that you guys forget about is to turn your customers into evangelical referral sources. And this is the number one thing, by the way, that you guys need to be doing. And the reason I share this with you is because the number one source of your new customers is not referrals. You're, you're running a shitty business. Like the number one source should be referrals. In fact, let me give you an example for my domination year coaching program, which cost $100,000, we actually don't run any paid ads for it. We don't, we don't need to. I always have a full roster of clients and I have, uh, I would say about a 95%, about a 95% referral rate. So my existing coaching clients who pay me 100 grand for a year of coaching, refer other people that they know to pay me $100,000 for a year of coaching. Well, yes, the product is great. Yes, it delivers on the promise. Yes, it exceeds expectations. And yes, I've done the one thing that I'm about to ask you to do. I've made it a condition of doing business. And that is why you're not getting enough referrals. If you are not getting enough referrals, if the number one source of leads in your business is not through word of mouth, if people aren't evangelical <clears throat> about your product or service, they're not giving you enough referrals, it's because you have not made it a condition of doing business with you. I've made it a condition of doing business with me that, hey, when you become a coaching client, as I help you double, triple, quadruple your annual income of your company, of your business, and help you win more time freedom? Can I count on you to refer your colleagues, people that you know from other masterminds that you were a part of? Can I count on you to refer people to me? And guess what I do? I incentivize them. I'll give you a $5,000 finder fee if you just connect me with a potential person in your life who could be a client of my Domination Year program. I'll give them a $5,000 referral commission, but I also make it a condition by saying, having that conversation with them. And you could do that if you have a supplement product. You could do that if you have an apparel product. Like imagine if every Fuel Hunt shirt goes, hey man, if you love the product, you love the quality, you love the design, you love the message, you love the community that Fuel Hunt has, and you love the fact that it's American made, made by Americans, dirt to shirt, then we ask you to let people know about the Fuel Hunt brand please become evangelical, please refer others to us so that we can manage our costs and keep our marketing dollars low so that we can have a better priced product for you, right? 
fact, I'm going to have the guys, Joey and, uh, and Drew, if you will hunt, start doing that. Like there should be a ride along or something with everything that you buy from Fuel Hunt that says, look, if you love the product, you believe in the message, you love that it's US made, please tell others about it so that we can keep our advertising dollars cost low so that we can pass along those savings to you and stay competitive with the Chinese or, or overseas made products, right? It just makes sense. It just makes sense. So if you are not making a condition of doing business with you and then you're wondering like, man, I hardly ever get referrals. It's because you've never asked for them. You've never set the condition from the day one that you guys met. And the way you set the condition, guys, you can't just be like, hey, will you start giving me referrals? My answer is gonna be no. But if you said, hey, Bedros, uh, you know what? Let's say my dentist, Dr. Han, right? Let's say the first time I went to him, if he goes, hey, man, ooh, so you got a toothache? Yeah, 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 I got a toothache, man. All right, well, let's see. If I can, if I solve that, that toothache and I solve it in a way that's, painless, that's quick, great service, and we get you out of here in time? Can I count on you to refer more people here in the community to my dental practice? Sure, Dr. Han. So now he has to make good on his promise of solving my toothache in a painless way, quick way, easy way, so that I could then, he goes, hey, Bedros, was that to your expectations? It sure was, Dr. Han. Great, can you refer other people to me? I sure can, and I have. And I have, but if he doesn't set those expectations from the get-go, why am I gonna do that, right? Why am I gonna do that? Because I'm not just gonna actively like, oh, I should go refer someone to Dr. Han. I've gotta be told that if I do this, will you do that? And once we have that commitment, there's something called commitment consistency from Robert Cialdini's book, Influence. It's one of the six weapons of influence is commitment consistency. And so if I commit to the idea that I'm gonna give you a referral, if you or your product meet and exceed my expectations, then now I'm gonna be consistent with that idea and go actually become evangelical and refer people to your product. And those leads are warm, they're easier to close, the sale is easier to make if they're referrals, number one. It costs you nothing, right? It costs you nothing. And those clients and customers usually buy your most premium product because they came through a source that they already know, like, and trust. Their friend referred them. Listen, I stopped taking all of those and I started taking this, the Truly Wellness Shot. In fact, I created this because I was sick and tired of every morning taking 11 different supplements like turmeric, ginger, cayenne pepper, black pepper, vitamin B12, echinacea, vitamin C, zinc, right? Think about this. If you wanna improve your immune system, if you wanna fight off inflammation in your body so that you have better gut health, you have more energy, your joints don't hurt, then you're gonna want to take all those supplements. And I was taking it twice a day, every day. And so when we created the Truly Wellness Shot, we cut no corners and we spared no expense. And so in this, you've got something that's gonna not only help boost your immune system, but also fight off inflammation because if you're a high performer and if you want to get more done if you want to stay more focused if you want to make sure that you don't get sick as frequently then you have to care about your immune system and you have to fight off inflammation especially if you're an entrepreneur and you're high performing and you have a stressful work day from time to time right and so here's what i want you to do you're going to click on the link in the description
Unboxed or go to Trulene.com and you're gonna use the code word Bedros and when you use my name, Bedros, you'll get 50% off your first subscribe and save bundle. For whatever reason, you don't like the Trulene Wellness Shot, which I have yet to meet anyone who doesn't, then let us know in your first 30 days. We'll give you a full refund part ways as friends. Fair enough, go check it out. Use the code word Bedros, get 50% off. Peace. And so guys, I really wanted to stress like, like, like Mark, this isn't even marketing 101. Like this is like the high level marketing stuff. This is what you do. And all of these things can be scaled by the way. You can go find more affiliates. So don't think for a moment that you're not gonna start hearing about truly wellness shots in the next 12 months on all these other podcasts and YouTube shows. We proved it on my show that by giving away the code Bedros and offering 50% off and a money back guarantee, and then 20%, like 50% on the, on the first order, right? Money back guarantee. If you don't like the product, send it back. You don't even have to send it back. We'll just fucking give you a refund. You can throw the product away if you don't like it, right? Go donate it to charity for all I care. But we have yet to actually give a refund like that. Like really tells you about the caliber of the product itself. So the product has to be awesome, but make no mistake about it. Their irresistible offer works. It works on the show. People use the code Bedros dozens of times, dozens of times per hour, right? Like it has been a game changer for the Trulene brand in terms of marketing. And so why wouldn't we then scale this across all these different YouTube shows? It doesn't matter what industry the show is on, whether it's YouTube or a podcast, if we can get a host to get on board with it, then it makes sense. And you're probably thinking, well, wait, how so would you pay the hosts? I don't know, some hosts we might pay. Like for some shows, we might actually pay them. Hey, we're gonna pay you whatever, $2,000, $5,000, cause now we know the metrics. If the audience is this big and they run an ad just like this, like the one we do here on the BK show, then we can expect to get this kind of results. Then we might go, hey, we're willing to pay you X amount of dollars for every 100,000 person that you have on your YouTube channel or for every download, for X number of downloads that you get on your YouTube or on your uh, podcast, we're willing to pay X amount of thousands of dollars, right? For you to talk about this twice on every show, once on every show. Or we might just say, hey, look, you know, we're we're giving 50% off when you when they use your code, they get 50% off. We'll give the other 50% to you. Think about that. If I'm willing to give the other 50%, that means we send out a product, wellness shots, to someone. We send it out to them. The customer got 50% off. The host of that show got the other 50%. I made nothing. I actually lost money on shipping and the product the first month. But I know that people stay on the wellness shot for at least nine and a half months. We have statistics to prove that, which means that by month number two, two and a half, maybe three, we are generating a positive return on our investment. So once you know your metrics, you go, holy shit, I can give commissions, I can give a flat fee, but I can now scale. So you can scale OPP, other people's platforms, as a marketing system. You can scale your ads by running ads on different platforms and spending more dollars to get more your ads in front of more people. You can obviously you know, reach out to more people that you know and then incentivize your customers to really tell their people, their followers, their friends about your product. Maybe you wanna offer a commission. Maybe you wanna offer a bonus shirt or a bonus packet of wellness shots or whatever. But understand that you, everything here we talked about is scalable. So as long as you can have enough product in the queue or service that you can handle, this is how you break into like multiple seven figures, eight figures, and develop into a nine figure organization. Every single business out there can break into multiple seven figures, eight figures, even nine figures, if you understand the economies of scale 
and how marketing and branding works. And so when you build your personal brand, when you have a great product, you have an irresistible offer, and then you deploy these five marketing poles into the water, you become an unstoppable, unstoppable business. Guys, I hope this was beneficial for your entrepreneurial journey. I know it's high level stuff, but I know that you can benefit from it and I want you to use it so that you're not hamstrung and feeling like you're living paycheck to paycheck or month to month. I wanna see your business scale. I wanna be able to meet you at the next Bedros Cooling Live event. I wanna see you at a workshop. Maybe I'll get a chance to coach you one day in the Domination Year program as you begin to scale bigger and bigger and bigger and wanna take this thing to the moon. But it all happens by doing what we talked about here deploying these marketing strategies in a smart and effective way to scale your business profits and impact. Thank you so much for watching the Bedros Koulian Show. And remember this, that average is the enemy. Success is your responsibility and change can take place in an instant if you are willing to flip the switch. We'll see you next time. What's the difference between me and you? Back when Q was rolling with Lorenzo and a Benzo, I was banging with a gang of instrumentals.